Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste. The word in Sanskrit to describe the state of liberation is advaita, not to. But phenomenologically speaking, the path of the yogi is the realization of no longer to. But two things happen in order to reach the no longer to realization. One is that the yogi decides as a consciousness, as a thinking being, to return home. To return home to the emptiness prior to thought. To let go of all narratives, all stories, all self-images, all melodramas all projections, all worlds, since all worlds are simply fabrications of the mind. And in that act of kenosis, of emptying out of shunyata, The yogi reaches that state in which there is a readiness, an openness, an availability for the final unification that brings about the no longer two. And that is not the return home but the return of the self to its home, the return of the Supreme that comes as a shock, comes as an act of grace, comes as a joy, as an unexpected and impossible presence that is not of the yogi's own conscious self, not of the thinking being, but in the thinking being's surrender. When that surrender is authentic and irremediable. And without second thoughts, without ambivalence. then the one who is beyond all two-ness returns to fill the emptiness.
And it is in this final union that the no longer two is recognized as never really having been two. Because the ego was always an illusion. And its world, its narratives, its morality, its emotions, its fears and desires were all based on delusion. And it no longer has any interest in those delusions. No longer any interest in sustaining the I thought because the I itself has come. And that which is better than thought, more real than thought could ever be, more true, more coherent, replaces the incoherence of thought, thought that is based in language, in the transitive relationality of subject to object via the verb, the processing of reality through language distorts and makes incoherent the real, in which there are no objects and no subject to act upon them, but a simple spectrum of vibrational frequencies that is a single whole, a single intelligence. but a single intelligence capable of creating an infinity of worlds, an infinity of kingdoms at every possible level of the fractal emanation of those vibrational frequencies from the finest to the densest. And thus, there are mythologies, mythologies being very special kinds of stories that connect the real of the most dense form of consciousness with the real of the finest form of consciousness and allow an accession, a translation, a transport of consciousness from the lowest to the highest without impediment. And so the myth in India goes far beyond the Christian myth in which God becomes man. For in India, God becomes a pile of sand and rock, a hill in southern India, an inanimate, form of that which is simply crystalline vibrational frequency made manifest as the mineral kingdom itself. 
And thus the Ayurvedic doctors understood that the world itself in its most dense mineral form is also God. And in those microcosmic hills of body forms, if a particular vibrational frequency of a trace mineral was missing or out of balance or had accumulated too much, then what could change that imbalanced vibrational frequency that was causing dysfunction at an organic level was another inorganic vibrational addition that would rebalance the whole. And so an understanding that every level of reality is united to every other and expresses every other in a complete interweaving of a single coherence in which the body itself is the mind and the mind is the body and the body and the mind are both expressions of that intelligence that is silent, invisible, formless, and eternally unchanging. And it is through this presence as the void in which all worlds and all frequencies express themselves at every level of density and purity and fineness until that ultimate refinement into nothingness enables the complete stewardship of a world that can sustain its mental and physical health. But health means wholeness, and that wholeness comes from the return of the empty presence of consciousness, absent from all forms of thought and projection but filled once more with the power of the luminous creative intelligence of the God-Self that can restore every kingdom of mineral, plant, animal, human, and God to their accurate ecosystemic relationality. And it is this restoration that is achievable only once the final return and the ultimate unification of consciousness with the Supreme Presence is attained through surrender and union of love. It is this that produces both the power and the bliss and the absolute urge to create that brings about the final denouement of destruction and recreation as a single event 
that both restores and liberates all from the illusion, but from the illusion into a capacity to manifest as avatars of that unmanifest presence that is beyond all karma and that has attained and attuned itself to the absolute coherence of God consciousness with such a tenacity, with such a determination of surrender that no trace of rebellion, no trace of differentiation or opposition, no trace of duality remains in the heart of being. And it is this sacred offering of the self not simply of its possessions, but of its very capacity to think. That is the one sacrificial offering that is acceptable to the Lord. And that results in the liberation of the soul from itself, from its own torment, from its own suffering, that is produced by a thinking process that has detached itself from the Lord. Yoga is simply that act of reattachment to that level of the vibrational frequency that is the portal to the Supreme Presence and to enter through that portal and dissolve into that which is forever transcendent of all thought. It is this single act that constitutes the entire raison d'etre of the yogi. Because all depends upon the attainment of this one victory over Maya. Nothing else counts but this. However, this cannot be understood from within the ego mind. It cannot be remembered. It slips away. The ego falls back into its narratives. It believes in its own thoughts and suffers from them. It loses touch with the real and enters back into its chaos. It will not allow its own liberation 
to be achieved because it is terrified of its death, of the unknowable, of the infinite emptiness, of the loss of its world, of its mirror images, and of its supporting props upon which it has built its attempt at stabilizing its consciousness in a world that is not its own. Only once the ego recognizes its own inability to construct a world in which there is safety and in which there is joy that is not overpowered by pain to the point in which the enjoyment of life is no longer worth the effort only then will embodiment as a dense vibrational consciousness identifying with physical matter shift to the realization of the disembodiment of consciousness that has been realized as complete spirit free of the material illusion. And only in that state of conscious self-overcoming does liberation become a possibility. This coming to terms with the incoherence of the ego and the futility of all of its efforts must be completed as the primary stage of yoga so that the final revelation and reception of grace becomes one's destiny as the immediate truth of the real that is all that is. You must know in your heart that you are that. Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti podcast. For more information on programs and retreats, click on the calendar section of our website, www.satyoga.org. Our work is made possible by the generous support of our listeners, viewers, and members. To make a donation, please visit the donate page of our website. We thank you for your support in our mission to share this timeless wisdom with the world. Namaste.